Church. We want to welcome you to 44 on the 4th. It's 4th of July. And what a happy day it is in our nation. And it's a happy day at the gate. Some of you this morning, you're already stirring your baked beans and bacon and making your potato salad while we're here uh, looking at notes. But we're glad you could join us this morning. Uh, you're getting your fireworks ready, and we're so thankful for today. But we celebrate this awesome day with you. So wherever you are today, you might not be home, you might be somewhere in the car. We just want to welcome you to 44 on the 4th. What does that mean? That means we're going to do this service in 44 minutes. I, I know you don't believe that. For those of you that have been coming to the gate for a long time, you don't believe that. Well, we're going to do it. We promise. And so this morning, uh, we've been using the word, we've been using the number four throughout all of our advertisement, all of the things we've been doing. So we want to do four promises that we believe God spoke to us to do. And one of those is faithful. One of those is being free. One of those is being fruitful and being fulfilled. And in Jeremiah 29, 11, I want to speak on faithfulness this morning. So in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord plans to prosper you. I'll take that plans not to harm you. I'll take that and plans to give you a hope and a future. You see, we serve a faithful God this morning. We serve no matter what happens. He remains faithful. Even in our times of faithlessness, what? He remains faithful. See, God is faithful in his plan over our lives. God is faithful in his purpose over our lives. God can never be defeated. God can never be distracted. God is never disappointed. And he's never disappointed in you. What he plans for us, he accomplishes. What he starts in us, he finishes it in us. He never gives up on us because he's a faithful God. In Isaiah 46.10, it says the Lord knows the end from the beginning. He knows what's going on. He knows exactly what, how he's maneuvering everything. And guess what? He's going to do it. You and I this morning or a part of that plan. And I love it because he has a plan and he has a purpose. So this morning on this beautiful 4th of July, 2021, we stand in confidence knowing in Philippians 1, 6 tells us being confident that he who began a good work in us. Can you say that with me this morning? He who began a good work in us will finish it. Say, you're going to be finished because God has an awesome plan for us this morning. He's faithful to his promises. He's faithful in the good times and the bad times. He's faithful to his word. He is our alpha. He is our omega. He's our great Jehovah God this morning. So on this 4th of July, he's the beginning and the end. He loves you. He's faithful. He has a plan on the purpose. And the best is yet to come. Amen. Amen, Pastor Kathy. So I'm going to pick up from there and I'm just going to talk about freedom. And so uh, I'm going to talk about Galatians 5. And in Galatians 5, um, Paul is talking to a group of churches in the region of Galatia that he helped start. And those churches, he knows he helped start them. So they have a foundation of being free through Jesus Christ. They have a foundation of being led by the Spirit, right? But what happened was they had a group of people called the Judaizers came in there and started teaching them that you have to start obeying the law. You have to be circumcised. You have to uh, do these things by the law. And Paul is writing to them like, what happened? I thought you guys started off free. Why are you living in bondage now? And so in Galatians 5.1, 
It says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. So he's telling them not to be slaves anymore. You're free in Christ. You're free in Christ. And I just think it's so appropriate as we celebrate today, the 4th of July, right? Our country is free. And from 1776, July 4th, we are free as a nation. And we're grateful for that. We're grateful for the people who sacrificed their lives for, for us to be free and continue to do that. But we also have to recognize that not everybody was free on July 4th, 1776. We also had a, a whole bunch of slaves in different states who were not free until 1865 on June 19th. That's why we also celebrate Juneteenth, right? Yeah. But the crazy thing about it was they didn't become free until 1865, but they actually technically were free on 1860, in 1862. So it took them two years to figure out that they were free. So why are you saying this, Pastor Songo? I'm saying this because you can be free, but not understand it and not be able to receive it. So you could be, continue to be in bondage, even though Jesus Christ died on the cross for you to be free. And so Jesus started his ministry um, in Luke 4, and he, you know, he got tempted by Satan, and he walks into the temple, right? He's starting his ministry, and he says, I have come. Right, he, he opens up the, the scroll and he says, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has no, anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind to set the oppressed free. In other words, Jesus says, I came from heaven to earth to let you know that you can have heaven on earth. Yeah. Right. So he's he's coming to let us know that we are free now because of what he's about to do. So everything that's holding you back from freedom can be taken off right now if you have the faith to believe it. Financial hindrances, you can be free from that. Physical hindrances, you can be free from that. Mental health hindrances, you can be free from that. Relationship hindrances, you can be free from that. You are moving into a new kind of freedom because of what Jesus did for you. If you believe that, why don't you just type, I'm free in the chat. I'm free, free. right? So the the great thing about it is that that freedom isn't just for you. It can be just for you, but I think that'd be kind of selfish, right? That freedom is not just for you. It's for you and for your family as well. And I love in Acts 12 when uh, the, the early church is getting uh, persecuted by King Herod. And you know, the apostle James gets executed and then Peter gets sent to prison. But the early church could have just been like, you know what? We're free. Even though Peter's in prison, I'm not going to worry about him. I'm free. They didn't do that. What they did instead was they said, we're going to pray for Peter. They prayed earnestly for Peter. And because of their prayers, they set Peter free by the angel of the Lord. So what am I saying? Your prayers can free your family. Your prayers can free your husband. Your prayers can free your wife. Your prayers can free your son. Your prayers can free your daughter. They can free your neighbor. Your prayers can free people around you. The freedom isn't just for you. It's for everybody who has the faith to receive it. We are new creations in Christ. If you have faith to receive it, you, you can believe that you are a new creation. Your past cannot hinder you anymore. That's right. right? And so um, as we move on to this, let's just remember that we are free and we are no longer in bondage. Amen. 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 That's a good word. That's a good word. So many good, good things just coming forth today. You know, I get to talk about what it means to be fruitful. You know, one of the things that is just so reflective of the nature of God is that he is fruitful and he desires for us as his creation to be made in his image. 
right? So God is fruitful. I'm going to be talking about God's fruitfulness and our fruitfulness in every good work. And so if you have your Bibles really, really quickly or your phone, or maybe you're just frying that chicken or whatever you're doing, you can just listen to me. Don't worry. Colossians one. Come on. I'll take a steak. Yeah. Just whatever. Just remember me. Remember me. Colossians one. That's right. Remember us. Colossians one, 10 through 11. It says that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him. I'm going to highlight this part being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthen with all might, according to his glorious power for all patience and long suffering and with joy. And so we're highlighting that part being fruitful in every good work. You know, it is the nature of our father and it is his delight for us to be fruitful. You know, the very first commandment that he gave to Adam and Eve in the very beginning was to be fruitful and to multiply. So our say this, say my fruitfulness is my father's delight. You know, he's a good father. Somebody needs to hear that. He is a good father. He is not waiting to just beat you down with a stick, but he is a good father that loves you, died for you, and wants you to be fruitful. He wants you to enjoy this life that he's given you. And he wants it to uh, to abide, abound. He wants it to abound as we abide in him. And so to be fruitful, it means to be fertile, to have the capacity to bring forth life from whatever it is that you are working on or whatever it is that you are putting your hands to. You know, Psalm 90, 17, his prayer was, is God make our efforts successful. And we know that God desires for our efforts, whatever it is that we put our hands to, to be successful. You know, it's actually possible to be doing good things and for it to not be fruitful. Isn't that interesting that he says, we want, I want my work to be fruitful, you know, so I want you to be encouraged. Maybe you're working, maybe you're toiling, maybe you're sweating, maybe you're plowing and you feel like it's not getting where just know, take a moment to look heavenward, look up to your father and say, father, help these, this work to be fruitful and to be good because that's his desire. So my question to you is what is it that you're putting your hands to? It may be a business endeavor. It may be to your children. It may be just, you know, at home. You might be a stay-at-home parent, uh, still working from home. I know many of you still are. Some of you may have returned back to work. And you're putting your hands to multiple things. There's multiple uh, relationships. There's all these different things that you're putting your hands to. So I want to ask you today, what is it that you're putting your hands to? You know, it's so easy to just get on the hamster wheel of life and to just move from one thing to another, from place to place, and just you know, we're checking the boxes, we're doing all the things, but we're wondering where's the fruitfulness. I'm doing all these things, but where's the fruitfulness? You know, you know what? Again, God desires that you and that I am fruitful. And here's the most important part is that these good works that happen in our life are a byproduct of abiding. We have to abide in the vine. That is our father in heaven, because you know what? It doesn't matter how effective you are if there's no abiding in your heavenly father. He wants you to abide. John 15, 5, it, Jesus told them he, that he was the vine. He says, I'm the vine and you're the branches and whoever imbi- abides in me will bring forth good fruit. And so I want to encourage you today. Maybe you've been just going a hundred miles an hour. I know that the world has just been, you know, just kind of, you know, in an upheaval and that's okay because you know what? We're abiding in God. We're abiding in our heavenly father. And I want to invite you to just stop and say, God, I'm abiding in you. Lord God, I know that 
It doesn't matter how effective I try to be if I'm not abiding in you. I want my roots to be so firmly rooted and planted that I can in you, that I can bring forth fruit that is good, that is pleasing to God so that God can delight in your fruitfulness. And I want to encourage you today that whatever it is you're putting your hands to, that God wants you to be fruitful in your good works. He wants you to be fruitful as a parent. He wants your children to be fruitful in school and in their relationships and all their endeavors that they're doing in each and every day. He wants them to be fruitful in their relationship with with Him. He wants you to be fruitful in your workplace. He wants you to be fruitful in your home. He wants you to be fruitful in your marriage. He wants you to be fruitful in your thoughts life. He wants you to be fruitful in your singleness and in your creativity. So be encouraged today that whatever it is that you're doing, that the Lord has called you fruitful and he desires what you do and who you are to be fruitful out of the abiding in him. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys. Thank you, Pastor Eva. Just declaring over yourself and over us that he is making us fruitful in every good work. We just had it in our heart today to come in agreement with our church family on the 4th of July. We're going to do it in 44 minutes on the 4th. Isn't that amazing? I feel good about us coming around the last leg of the lap right here. We're going to make this happen. But here, we've had fun with this. We've kitted around on social media about what we can do in 44 seconds. But I believe this, I believe this that God can do something powerful in 44 minutes. And we believe that these promises are things that we can latch hold of by faith. So here's what I want you to do. We're getting ready to pray in just a few minutes. And I want you to take time right now to just drop in the chat right now. Pastor Songo mentioned it, but maybe one of these promises is really coming alive in your heart. It's an area where, you know, I'll just review them. Pastor Kathy told us that God is faithful to complete what he started. Maybe there's some things in your life that you feel like God started, but they've been delayed. Or maybe you've experienced some denial or some resistance. Well, we want to agree with you right now. Our pastors are on the chat right now. They're ready. We've got leaders that are ready to pray for you. We want to pray for you on this 4th of July and agree. So in just a minute, we're going to do that. Maybe you're saying, you know what? My promise that I'm really latching to is that God's freeing me from every hindrance. You know, God puts purpose and promise in front of us. He wants good things for our life. But sometimes there's things in our life that hinder our freedom. they're, They're pulling us down. They're weighing our life down. I believe today that we can agree with you and you can be broken free from every hindrance that holds you back from what God has for you. Or maybe just like Pastor Eva shared today, you know that Jesus said, I've ordained you to bear fruit and I've ordained you to bear much fruit. I love what Pastor Eva said. We can be busy. We can be full of activity, but that doesn't mean we're fruitful. So I wonder if my life is fruitful today. Well, here's what I want to tell you. We want to agree with you today. And I believe your fruit, your fruitfulness can increase as we just agree. So today can be a powerful day. We've had fun. It's a shorter service than normal, but how many of you know God can do a lot in a little bit of time? And I know everybody 
everybody's excited about what's coming. We're going to watch fireworks tonight. We're going to eat some good food. They've talked so much about good food. I'm starving right now. I'm, I'm ready to go chow down. But it's fun to spend time with our family. It's fun. But today is also the Lord's Day. It's Sunday. And we want to thank you for gathering to worship with us. We want to thank you for giving and sowing into the offering today. And then as we get ready to conclude, we're going to agree with you. But how many of you know we've only had three promises? And we've got a few more minutes left before it's 44 minutes. So the good news is I have a fourth promise that we're going to declare today and we're going to let you in on. Not only is God going to be faithful to complete what he started, not only is he going to free us from every hindrance, not only is he going to make us fruitful in every good work, but listen to this. Psalm 138 verse number eight says, the Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. What an amazing promise. I remember a long time ago in my life when I read that verse in the NIV, and it just leapt off the page at me, and it said, the Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. So here's something I want to point out to you. The Lord takes responsibility for fulfilling his purpose. Sometimes we feel like it's all on us, that I've got to get everything right. I've got to do everything right. I've got to be in the right time and in the right place. And all of those things, living your life with wisdom is important. But do you know that God says he takes responsibility for fulfilling his purpose for you? What a, what a rest that we can take in that, that yes, we have to give him our whole life. We have to surrender to him. We, it's all about our heart. It's really not about our performance. It's just about our heart. And if our heart is toward the Lord, then the Lord says, you know what? You might have messed up. You might be behind schedule. You might have all sorts of things gone wrong in your life, but it's my purpose. How many of you know that what we're living for is not our purpose? It's not our plans or our destiny or our you know idea of a good life. No, the reason that I'm alive, the reason that I'm here, the reason that God created me is because of of his purpose. And so when I find his purpose and I start cooperating with him, then he says, Jay, I'm going to fulfill my purpose over your life. And I just want you to hear the voice of the Lord today calling your name and saying, I will fulfill my purpose for you, for Samantha, for Betty, for Susan, for John, for Bill, whoever you are watching right now. And so we want to agree over our families that God is fulfilling. You know what? I want us to agree as the gate church. Yeah. Pastor Kathy, we're Amen. praying, believing every day that you know what happened right now? People want to know what, you know what's happening? God's fulfilling his purpose for the gate church. God's being faithful to finish what he started. God's making the gate church fruitful in every good work and God's freeing the gate church from every hindrance. So we want you and your family to personally lean into that, but we're leaning into that as a church family today. So here's one more verse I want to share with you as we get ready to, to conclude talking about the fulfillment of our purpose. Proverbs 19.21 says this. It says, many are the plans in a man's heart, but the Lord's purpose prevails. So let's just say that one more time. Many are the plans in a man's heart, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. Now that's really interesting to me because what that tells me, and I don't know about you, but all human humans, all of us, just our hearts, we're full of plans. I mean, if you sit down and talk to anybody for 15 minutes, they'll tell you they got 14 plans. They got nine ideas. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. 
But what this verse is telling us is that there's a way in which so many of those plans don't completely come to fruition. And so if you put your faith and your hope in your plans, you're bound to be disappointed. But your faith and your hope aren't supposed to be in your plans. They're supposed to be in God's purpose. And here's what I was meditating just before we began this service. Here's what I felt like the Holy Spirit just wanted me to share with somebody who's watching today. And I really believe this is for someone prophetically today. And that is this. Sometimes, watch this. Uh, sometimes it's actually our plans that are hindering us from seeing God's purpose. Sometimes I get so excited or so in love with the plans that are in my heart that I can't see God's purpose. And so here's what I want to say to you. Sometimes when our plans unravel, God's actually revealing his purpose. And so that's a difficult thing to walk through and experience. But the reality is, if I'm a Christ follower, if my life belongs to Jesus and plans start falling apart in my life, even though that's emotionally difficult for me, I need to be a faith person and believe God, if these plans are falling apart, they must not have been a part of your purpose because your purpose isn't going to fall apart. Your purpose is going to prevail. I want to declare to somebody today, you may have some plans that are that aren't coming to pass like you thought they were going to come to pass, but I'm here to tell you, it may be that those plans needed to get moved out of the way or fall apart so that you could more clearly see God's purpose. Here's what I believe. I believe God wants you to know his purpose so much that if you've got plans in your life that are distracting you or blocking your ability to really understand what God is up to, what if God loves you enough to let your plans fall apart so his purpose can be revealed. I believe that that's a word for somebody today and we're agreeing with you and your family. So one more time, we're getting ready. I'm gonna invite these guys to join me in just a minute. But before we do that, would you just drop something in the chat right now? I want you just to let us know. Say, hey, I'm believing for this. I need God to do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be declaring this breakthrough in my life. What's that look like for you today? What's it look like for you to be more fruitful? What's it look like for you to be more free? What's it look like for God to finish what he started? And what do you think it looks like for God to fulfill his purpose for you? Let us know in the chat right now, and we're going to pray with you, and uh, we're going to bless you and your family. So we're getting ready to do that. But before we do, I want to give you just a moment. Maybe you're in your home. You know, if you're, I've been in some homes for online services, and right about now, the kids are running. Somebody's hanging off a ceiling fan. There's (laughs) kids jumping couches and stuff. See if you can corral the masses and get them together and say, hey guys, before we celebrate the fourth, we're going to get with our pastoral team here and we're going to speak a blessing over our family and over our home. So why don't you gather everybody together around the screen or in the living room, wherever you're at. And let's get these guys up here. We're just going to decree and and pray. In fact, I think we've got just a couple of minutes. And so I'm going to ask a couple of these guys just to pray and declare and agree with your families. And then we'll wrap everything up. Pastor Eva, why don't you just start us off? Just just speak to our audience right now. And let's just agree with all these uh, needs 
and all these promises. Yeah, so let's just pray. We just want to extend our hands to you just as an act of faith, as a point of contact. And we just know that God is touching you in your home right now. And so we just want to speak a blessing over you. We just speak to the atmosphere of homes today. Lord Jesus, we just thank you that each and every household that's represented here today is blessed. Lord, we just declare that they are healthy, that they are whole. God, that your hand is upon them, that it's over their home. And we just come against even animosity and division and tension in homes today. In Jesus' name, God, we just thank you that as we're celebrating a day of unity, God, we just declare that homes are, that there's unity in homes, God. Your word tells us that you command a blessing where there's unity. And so, Father God, I just thank you that you're causing marriages to be unified today. God, I thank you that you're just causing children uh, to be unified back to their parents. God, maybe there's people watching that have wayward children today. We just call them back in Jesus' name. And we just declare that whatever uh, wall of division or bondage that's there, we just declare it's broken in Jesus' name. So, Father, we thank you just for unity of homes. God, we thank you for peace over single homes, maybe where it's just a single unit home. Father, we thank you that your peace and that your joy and that your love abide so much in their home. Father, I pray, Holy Spirit, right now that maybe those that may not have any family to celebrate with today, God, that they would just sense your peace and your love with them today. So we thank you for just your goodness and your grace resting on homes today. You know, and I just want to declare over you that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you today. You say, well, I don't know if I have a plan. I don't know if God really does have a plan over my life. He does have a plan because he's a faithful father. Every God has a plan over all of our lives. But I just want to speak to you today. You can do all things through Christ because why? He strengthens you today. And we just want you to know that we love you today. And um, we just believe God for the best on this 4th of July. And for the whole, from this is just a new beginning for you. You say, well, this might, you might be just sitting around and baking your baked beans like we were kidding around. But we're believing, God, that this is the best year to come. This will be the best July, the best August, the best September, that those things that are, have been behind you now and God is moving you forward Mm -hmm. because he says in his word, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you and you can do it this morning and you can do it beyond. He's faithful father. He's got a plan for your life. Just like Pastor Jay said, many are the plans of the man, of a man, but the purposes of God will prevail this morning. And we just want to wish you a wonderful, wonderful 4th of July from our family to yours today. It's just going to be a great day and we love you today. And I'm going to, do you have anything, Pastor Songo, you'd like to say? I just want to encourage everybody to be free, not just as a nation. We're free as a nation. That's That's right. But you're free as an individual. You're free from your past. You're free from your sin. Your your whole family is free from generational curses. So remember that today as we're eating hot dogs and steak steak. and eating chips. Remember, you know what? I'm not just free as a nation. I'm not just free as a family. I'm free as an individual from everything that the Lord has saved me from. That's right. Awesome. So we're a little under 44. Yeah, we are. Are we? Yeah. We're like two minutes, guys. So we're really excited about ourselves right now, I have to say. We could have done 42. We could have done 42. So we're at one minute and 58 seconds. And so we know that you're probably wondering what we're going to do. I I think people, I think people are astonished. (laughs) I think so too. I think that people got on today and said, I want to see if this is possible. I I did too. I mean, I could have said more, but I gave you guys room. You did. You did. Yeah. Yeah. You guys did great. 
no, yeah, yeah, the brevity yeah. of all of the presenters was amazing. Yes. So yes. this morning, don't forget to give online. There's many ways that you can give. And, and we just want to thank you today for loving the Gate Church, being a part of the Gate Church. And even if you're not a part of the Gate Church, thank you for tuning in yeah. today. Yeah. We're for you. We, we love being a part of this journey with other, with other ministries yeah, and what God is doing. And so we're just hear. thankful that you could join us today and the Gate Church. We just love you today and we're so thankful. We want we want you to have the most wonderful 4th of July that you've ever had, ever, ever, ever. Right. And yeah. so we love you today. And yeah. so God bless you. We have one minute. What do you want to say? Well, what I want to say is that have a great time, just like Pastor have a great said. time. Enjoy the food. And yes. I also want to remind you, all of our great Gate Church family, make sure next Sunday, July 11th, on campus, yes. online, 10 a.m. Right. July is going to be amazing at it's the gonna gate. God's going to do great things and we're excited about it. Yes. Pastor Kathy already said it, but we just simply want to say we love you. Yeah. I want you to know that these are promises from God's word for your family. That's right. And they're better, as grateful as we are, they're better than anything in the natural we could ever, ever That's experience. Right. But God's good. He's faithful and it's going to be a great day. I'm ready to celebrate.